The Athene Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athene's personal views. Welcome to the Athene Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athene. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. would not want to take you on in a video game. Chapter 15, The Right Mindset. While it might not be clearly defined, when we take a moment to think about it, we all have a subconscious core value we feel most connected to. Core values differ from person to person and can range from freedom and family to money or faith. While it defines our actions, having a foundation that is factual will automatically result in more mental stability and consistency. That is why making sense as a core value makes a lot of sense, since reason is what we constantly use to decide what is important and not. Practically, it's applying logic to our knowledge to define our actions, which finds its origin in the mathematical patterns that govern our reality and existence. Without these advanced mathematical patterns, there would be no consistency in our reality, since what gives rise to, for example, the neural structures required for our thoughts or feelings wouldn't exist. By aligning the two, we create a paradigm where you can structure your values and beliefs with little contradictions. This brings about a strong level of mental clarity where the lack of dissonance results in more self-confidence and a strong will to grow effectively as that is what is most in line with what we are. Since knowledge can always be incomplete, our actions can always be improved with the feedback loop of our experience. We can use the scientific method with our logic to course correct our actions, speeding up our growth dramatically. Defining the right mindset in a universal way has always been a challenge for me. And what has worked best so far is explaining this through a simple belief where making sense becomes our core value. Shadan DV says, maybe the value of making sense makes sense will sound confusing, but overall it's great. Well, Shadan DV, you gotta read it in the, like maybe when I read it out loud, it sounds a bit weird, but when you're reading it, it sounds much better. It actually helps the sentence. There's actually, um, in the middle of the chapter that I read, I had a long talk with Nolan and it was something maybe I wanted to add, but I don't know if I have to add it because I always like to concise things. And basically it is in the middle where I say like, this brings about a strong level of clarity where the lack of dissonance results in more self-confidence and a strong will to grow effectively as that is what is most in line with what we are based on our current knowledge. And then I go further and I say that, and this is not written as well, but like on one end you have the reality that follows the arrow of time due to the entropic loss of thermodynamics. And on the other hand, you have stardust evolving to life because of randomness, which results to the neural pathways that we have now that give rise to consciousness. So basically using the knowledge of our brain allows us to follow the path of least resistance just as much as when you drop an object that falls on the ground. This translates in understanding how emotions take place before we can conceptualize them and put them in words. And our ability to be able to track this process allows us to relieve a lot of emotional stress. And being able to really conceptualize these emotions accurately is fundamental to our growth process. And making sense allows us to question everything that, you know, we don't really fully understand. And as a result, gives us more knowledge and understanding as we are going to more likely, what is the word, um, likely going to look into it. And um, basically, the moment you understand 
where your emotion comes from, you can already relieve it by either doing something about it or understanding that there is not so much you can do about it and then you just accept the reality for what it is. I think the logic is flawed. You can't say molecules make sense because atoms make sense too, just as an example. No, like you can't say that molecules make sense and you can also say atoms make sense and reality makes sense. Of course, you can say that perfectly. What you're saying here is you're saying molecules make sense because atoms make sense. That's where you go like, what I'm saying is like, everything that surrounds you is governed by mathematical patterns that make sense. And it's our ability to understand these patterns that in a bigger or in a lesser extent make us compatible with it. And it's not about whether it makes sense for you or not, because everything that happens does make sense because else it wouldn't exist in the first place. And our ability to understand it is what, you know, makes us grow more effectively. So when I say like the reason why we have to make sense is because the reality that brought us about is based on these rational patterns is because what I'm saying is we have to align our paradigm and worldview with reality on a fundamental level. And it starts with logic and making sense. That's where it starts. If you take that out of the equation, of course, you're just a wreck running around because you don't even apply what brings about your own consciousness. Of course, you will go around and experience a lot of dissonance because you don't even understand what you are and how you work. You literally contradict yourself. And that's why making yourself a core value that is flawed to begin with will cause a lot of bullshit as you grow up. And it's only when you start growing up and you realize that it is fundamentally inconsistent that you go through a paradigm shift. But you can avoid that by taking the right core value to begin with, which is logic or making sense or reason or rationality or whatever you want to call it. But you understand what I mean. Yes, it's what Invelt says, reality always makes sense. It's like, even if you go like, but quantum mechanics doesn't make sense. Like, the double slit experiment doesn't make sense. That's not true. The double slit experiment does make sense. It's just like our paradigm and our current understandings don't align with it because they're flawed. And that's where the disconnect happens. But reality always makes sense. That's the beauty of it. Okay, Brankovic, can you explain what a paradigm shift is exactly through examples? Okay. You believe in romantic relationship. It's the most important thing in your life. You have that girl. You're in love. You really think she is everything. Then she just dumps you for another douchebag. Suddenly your entire world collapses. You start questioning this romantic relationship core value is bullshit. It's not in line with reality. You adopt another one. You think money is your core value. You get very rich. You get a lot of money. Just fall in a fucking pit hole. You get depressed because you go like this is not it. This is not making my life. What is my problem? I've done everything. I am rich. People find me successful. What's wrong with me? A lot of people don't even get to that point. That's what happens. Or your core value is to try and fit in for other people to like you. Then you do your entire life your best to do so. But people still don't care so much about you. And you realize and you keep trying to get that validation of others. But you never really feel like really being fulfilled on a fundamental level. Rob738 says, what about family? Same with family. Let's say your core value is family. You get backstabbed by your brother or your parents die. You fall in a black hole. You go like, but why am I even alive now? You don't see a meaning in life. Start realizing that, you know, meaning has to come from yourself. Family is, you know, is a way of wanting to be part of something. But what is even more stronger, what is more powerful is that you are your own foundation. Why do we even have the chance to not make sense? Couldn't it be an evolutionary process that we are not 100% efficient and make sense? 
I don't really understand what you mean with, uh, with that either. But the reason why we, by default, don't make sense is not fully accurate. We make sense all the time. And you might say like, but if everybody makes sense all the time, then why even say making sense should be your core value? Exactly. Making sense should be your core value because that allows you to optimize yourself drastically. Like if you act like a douchebag or whatever, it's perfectly uh, makes sense. It's because certain neural pathways or neural processes did what they did at that given time because you're ignorant or because, you know, you don't have information. But you can always explain why you are what you are. But making sense boils down to understanding why you experience these things and it allows you to overcome a lot of bullshit. Morino says, I think, why is it so hard to accept logic as a core value? It kind of feels hard. It feels like giving up things in life in order to make sense. I'm sure that's how most people think. I see it in almost every single person around me. Can you explain this thing? I'm certain it would help a lot of people. It's not so hard to accept logic as a core value. What is hard is to let go the other core value that is there instead. If you grew your entire life to say as your core value is freedom, the issue is not to accept making sense as your core value, but it's rather to replace freedom as your core value with making sense. That's the problem. And the reason why that is is because your brain has trained yourself to think that way. And it requires more energy to change that than to just keep it. And that's why you get stuck in these kind of thoughts. But at the same time, depending on when you get confronted with these insights, you have a less or a more harder time to implement them in your, in your paradigm. But honestly, doing so makes you so powerful. It's like Nolan said, because I said like, yeah, reality always tries to go the path of least resistance, right? So like, yeah, but then isn't it more sense, makes more sense to just be lazy all day. And I said like, yes, exactly. That's why you do everything as effective as possible because you don't want to waste energy. And it's exactly because of that, that we are where we are. Like if you look at technology and if you look at our entire growth, it has made it so life is a lot easier to live. And when you look at life, you have to look at it from the grand scheme of things. You can't just look at life from an individual perspective. You have to look at life from evolutionary, from where cells evolved to what we are. And we've come a damn long way. And we've been much more effective at what we do than our more primitive versions of life. We become more and more advanced and effective. That's why we survive. Why we took the entire planet. Because we are more optimized towards reality. And that is because of our knowledge and it has grown like crazy because of science. And that's, it has grown a lot because of our paradigm being more and more aligned with reality. Of course, on an existential level, it's not adopted. And that's why I think this could cause a psychological revolution if people fully grasp it. And that's why I'm working so hard lately to try and find and, and phrase it properly because if there is a way to do so and make people click into it, or even you know a small amount of people click into it, it could really have a drastic impact in how it ripples through society. But I do think if everybody in the planet would uh, adopt as core value making sense, the world would be uh, utopia. I think I agree and understand what you are saying. And you say that these insights improve oneself. But I keep going back to mindlessly going about my day with no real regards or application of these insights. How can this be explained? You are your neural activity. And your neural activity brings about the strength of your neural pathways. So if you in your entire life have lived a certain way then it's very hard to move away from that. You literally need to train yourself. 
it's like working out it's like a thing if you tell me I can lift 100 kilograms, why do I struggle even lifting at one kilogram? It's because you've got to train that. Even though I'm talking about what people work for, some people might have an agenda towards something and they make sense towards that thing. You might have another goal and the algorithm of your behavior is written to achieve your goal. Priorities matter. Thing is like when you build down a paradigm on a fundamental level, very rationally, there is one path and the path is defined by the knowledge you have. It's very simple. Like basically, you just argue. It's about argumentation. And you can't have a disagreement when you just use facts and logic. You can't disagree. You can only assume in a certain situation, saying like, hmm, I think maybe this is more likely or maybe that is more likely based on the facts. You can have a different interpretation. That's very rare. Most of the things are very linear. You don't have an absolute equation that you can just derivate and find the max of. Min-maxing reality is not that simple. It's not that simple, no. Although, based on knowledge, you can min-max quite effectively. I can make statements that are very hard to rebuke, is that the word? That really lead to what I'm doing. Like, for example, if you want to approach the world and have the biggest possible impact, right? What is the best way to go about it? I can give arguments that are very hard to rebuke, that I don't know anyone that has ever rebuked. And building on that, you create a very strong foundation that leads to action. For example, you want to have the most impact as possible requires a mindset that allows you to be as impactful as possible. Without having the mindset, it doesn't even matter. You need to first know whether you have the mindset that it takes that you can do what has the biggest impact, else making the biggest impact is irrelevant to begin with. Like knowing what is the biggest impact is completely irrelevant if your actions do not result from it. Like the mindset is very important. The first thing that I see as the most impactful is finding other people with a similar mindset because it allows me to have an even bigger impact without even knowing what to do. I don't even need to know what to do. Finding other people that have a similar mindset is the most impactful thing that I can do to begin with. So like finding people like me. And on a second stage is inspiring other people to become like me. And I haven't even, you know, decided what to do yet. And I already like well-founded things that are almost impossible to rebuke. If being a scientist is the most effective thing I can do, then what I can do that is even more effective is inspire others to be scientists, right? These things are very hard to rebuke. Inspiring others to do what is most impactful increases your impact like crazy. So you can build a very strong, solid foundation with just rational arguments. And if they aren't rebuked, they just stay there and that's the action you take. I thought about this stuff a lot. So when you're saying min-maxing reality, I think I min-max reality quite good. Athene, if everyone had that ID, then no one would be a scientist and everyone would be encouraging people to be scientists. Like the thing is, that is the issue. When you look at the situation and you go like, ah, oh, it's like saying like, if everybody wants to be as effective as possible, then we wouldn't have garbage collected. We wouldn't have doctors because everybody would do what's most effective. But the thing is, if everybody would do what's most effective and there is not enough doctors, then that is what becomes most effective. It's a flaw in the logic. But if you look at it for what it is, you suddenly go like, ah, oh, okay, it doesn't make sense. It's the statement that doesn't make sense. And that's why it collapses on itself. I think this is like when you give students a project and they come to a solution for the project though through very different paths. Some are better than others in certain areas. You can't say your method is the best one in absolute honesty since we don't even know the full array of variables we are min-maxing. Well, the thing is like you base yourself on the knowledge you have. 
That's what you do. You base yourself on the knowledge you have and you share the knowledge. And based on the knowledge you have, you can really make some very valid predictions. It's like a computer. You don't need to have absolute knowledge in order for a machine to work. You can make a machine, you can optimize it, but even optimizing it, you base yourself on very concrete algorithms. It's quite measurable. Like even when it comes down to argumentation and rationality, it is quite tangible. You can really build a very strong case. And then it's about arguing. It's about making sense. So I make an argument. If you don't give a counter argument, you have to accept that argument. If you say like, okay, what is the most effective thing we can do, right? I would first say like, well, does it matter if you wouldn't be doing it? Of course, it doesn't matter. If you wouldn't be doing it, then you don't need an answer to that question. Well, then what is more important than knowing what is most effective to do is the mindset required to do what is most effective to do. Atim, but we don't even know what the final product we want is. Is it immorality? Is it peace for everyone? Or is everyone being happy? Which is the ultimate goal? You can't decide the path if you don't know what the end result you want. Well, the thing is like when it comes down to what you exactly say right now, I wouldn't fully agree that you need to know the end result to define the path. I would rather say you look at what we are based on our evolution and we try to grow in the same direction. And what that exactly is, that is what we learn from our knowledge that we have now and our experiences. It could be trying to figure out how to beat like extreme poverty to uh, maybe tomorrow find uh, how to improve absolute AI. But I would go even further that even that doesn't matter if you don't have the mindset that it takes to do what is most effective. So what I'm doing is I'm creating an environment where people have the mindset to do what is most effective when they know it. And you might say like, but what is that? It's already growing, knowing yourself, knowing how your brain works, just turning making sense into a core value and building your paradigm as it comes. And of course, there is no laid down path and point towards the future where it goes. That's not fully well defined because we lack knowledge. But that doesn't mean that because you lack knowledge that therefore you cannot go about in the most rational way with the knowledge you already have. Invelt is, what if the best mathematical solution is mass suicide? I wouldn't fully agree with that because like basically the reason why mass suicide would not be the answer is because mass suicide would contradict the essence. Like basically mass suicide would contradict the essence of what purpose is to begin with. It's like I said last time, when you look at a certain concept, like for example, stealing, you got to apply the concept in the context that it has a value. Like you won't talk about stealing in animal kingdom because stealing is a human concept. So when you're talking about purpose and about why we're here, you automatically already are following in the footsteps of a concept that has been able to evolve because of humans. So taking humans out of the equation is already paradoxical to begin with. You can't take humans out of the equation when consciousness is what brings about the question that you are trying to answer to begin with. That's paradoxical. What if chaos and not logic is more effective for the universe? Shatan DV, there is no such a thing as more effective for the universe. The reference frame in which you define plus and minus, the reference frame in which you min-max, to put it that way, like reality, is your own reference frame, is your own existence. So you can't take universe as a reference frame to begin with. You have to then take humans as the reference frame, right? 
And the moment you take humans as a reference frame, then chaos doesn't work at all because it goes against what we are. So it's quite easily rebuked. Your core values shape your end result and core values are subjective and reliant on culture, family, location. Are you trying to get people to question their core values and change, look at them with a moral, rational approach for the advancement of the human race earth? I'm just a bit confused what you're trying to do. People's core value, like, it's not like your core value is subjective, by the way. Well, you could say everything is subjective, right? Like, you could say everything is subjective. But, like, let's use subjective in the context of emotions, right? You could say most people's core values is based on their emotional attachment to family or whatever. But the thing is, you can turn your core value into what makes sense. And if you do that, you could still argue and say, like, you're emotionally attached to what makes sense. But being emotionally attached to what makes sense is very much in line with how we emerged from the reality we, we live in. So if you want one emotional attachment, make it making sense. I think emotions that are rational should not be tried to be suppressed. That isn't rational. Now, what you're trying to say there is emotions that you experience that have a valid reason to be there should not be suppressed. Indeed, if you walk against a wall, the experience of pain and the experience of the wall being there should not be suppressed because else you will keep walking against the wall. So, of course, you need to figure out where that emotion comes from and redirect it, like put it into words and do something about it. But if it's a reality, then you just have to accept it. If you're completely obsessed by flying and you want wings to fly, or if you, you, know, you had a car accident, you don't have legs anymore, and you want your legs to grow back, you have to find a balance where you accept reality and at the same time you work with your emotions and give them more um, existential room. So yeah, it is, it is a balance. Flurry says, team, think about this please. Do you think our senses can be wrong? So the things are different than we see or hear, but who has to observe reality to be a reality? The input you get from your senses is incomplete or can be inaccurate, but that doesn't mean that you cannot define certain patterns that apply to what you experience, to the input you get, you know? People have the tendency to think in absolutes. It's not because you don't have complete understanding or complete knowledge of a situation, or even have certain things that are wrong, that therefore the entire equation is wrong. It's not a, a black and white thing. It's not a binary thing. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.